Hi, and welcome to Your Best Self podcast, where my aim is to filter out the nonsense that the media and diet culture has led you to believe and give you evidence-based dieting and exercise advice that allows you to feel less overwhelmed and more empowered to make choices that fit around your family, career and goals. I want you to finally stop yo-yo dieting and achieve the fat loss results that you want and deserve in a healthy and sustainable way. Results that allow you to show up as your best self for you and everyone around you. I'm Heather, mum of two, EIQ certified nutritionist, PT and lover of all things fitness. My goal is to make your fat loss and fitness journey easier by sharing tips and advice And if you want some extra help and support on your journey, then details of my coaching can be found in the show notes. Hello and welcome to episode two. Um, So I just want to say initially thank you so much to everybody who has reached out and either shared the podcast or um, sent me messages. It means a lot that people are taking the time out of their busy days to actually listen. Um, and it has given me the little the little push that I needed to keep recording because public speaking um, is not something that comes naturally to me, but I'm hoping that by pushing myself out of my comfort zone and continuing to show up, uh, even if it's just for little short episodes, um, that I get better. And it's a lesson that I think we can all learn from that we're not going to be great at the start of anything that we, we, we do initially. Um, and that goes for fat loss as well. So at the beginning of any um, diet or fat loss journey, you might feel overwhelmed. You might feel like you're, you're not getting anywhere. But it takes time. It takes consistent effort to get better at things. And treating fat loss um, like a skill, like any other, you're going to have obstacles, you're going to have barriers, you're going to have bumps along the way, but you shouldn't give up at every bump. You shouldn't give up when things get difficult. Um, you should embrace these challenges, embrace these obstacles, and find solutions and ways around them. And it's where a coach can come in really, really handy um, because they can help support, they can help brainstorm with you, they can help problem solve with you, but also they can help reassure you that what you're doing is working, you just have to keep chipping away at it and persevering. So that's my little motivational speech to both myself and you um, before we get started on this episode. So what I want to speak about in this episode is the fundamentals of fat loss. So a little bit about um, the science, I suppose, of, of fat loss. Uh, this is uh, Hopefully I'm going to keep this quick, it's not going to be super in-depth, it's going to be the basics. Um, but I think it's really important to to know these and to have a like a kind of basic understanding of it before you get started. And that is because you could go to Google and you could Google a calorie calculator and Google would give you an estimated uh, daily calorie uh, target for you. And you could go away you could track your calories but without the basic knowledge when things start to plateau or you're not getting the results you want it's going to be more difficult to to know where to focus your attention to what fat what matters the most for fat loss 
So let's get started. So first of all, what is a calorie? So a calorie is simply a unit of energy. And it shows how much energy is in an item of food or drink. So once we digest uh, this energy or these calories, um, this will help with bodily functions. So breathing, digestion, muscle repair, and also fuels movement and exercise. Um, so the calories that you consume, um, they provide you with essential nutrients such as fibre, vitamins and minerals, um, amino acids um, and antioxidants depending on the source. And we'll go on to um, food sources in a wee bit. So there are three main sources of calories and these are called um, macronutrients or macros. So you might have heard that term before. And each of these provide um, a certain amount of energy. So protein it has four calories per gram, carbohydrates four calories per gram and fat has nine calories per gram. When it comes to fat loss, um, the only way to lose body fat is to create an energy deficit. Okay, so if we think about energy balance, so that is the amount of energy that we are taking in, so the amount of calories that we are taking in, and this is everything that we that you eat. So all our macronutrients, protein, carbs and fats, and our drinks. So that could be juice, alcohol, milk. Everything that's got calories that we consume, um, that is our energy inside of the equation. The energy outside of the equation um, is a little bit more complicated, but it is made up of um, four processes. So we have um, the basal, ma- basal metabolic rate, your BMR. And I like to, an analogy I heard about this was these were your couch potato calories. So if you were just to sit on the couch all day and not move, these would be the amount of calories your body would need just to survive. So to do things like digestion, um, for breathing, brain activity. Okay, um, if you were just to lie and not move, these are the um, the calories that you would burn, and that takes that is actually um, takes up seventy percent of your total daily energy expenditure. So it's a big amount. Um, and then we have our um, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, so NEAT. Um, and that is everything you do that is not planned exercise. So that could be walking, housework, fidgeting. And that actually equates to 15% of your total daily energy expenditure. So I like to think of this as a kind of the part of energy expenditure that you should be focusing the most on um, because it's something that you have um, a lot of control over and it takes up a, a, a bigger chunk of um, how much energy you expend than a lot of people realise. Um, and the third process is the thermic effect of feeding. So basically they're the, out the three carbohydrates Protein takes um, it takes slightly more energy to digest than fats and carbohydrates, and that equates to about ten percent of our energy out um, equation. And the last thing is energy, um, exercise, energy expenditure. Okay, so this is planned uh, exercise, and that is actually five percent of our 
daily energy expenditure. So a lot of people think that their workouts um, is, so working out more is something to focus on and don't get me wrong for your health benefits um, and your cardiovascular benefits, working out is extremely important but when it comes to, to fat loss it, you are better to focus um, more a, a more consistent effort on how much you're moving about throughout the day. So you're neat. And that is something that you could, something as simple as parking further away in the car park at work, supermarkets. Um, it could be going to walk at lunchtime, getting up a little bit earlier and going to walk in the morning. It could be dancing in the kitchen with your kids. It could be um, doing some housework at night instead of um, like sitting on the couch, going on an evening walk. Uh, when you're on the phone, it could be walking about on the phone. If you sit at a desk all day, could you invest in a standing desk? And it's these little things that are going to add up throughout the day that are going to have a much bigger impact on fat loss than your workouts alone. Okay, so now we know um, like how our energy balance equation, so energy in versus energy out. So... To create a calorie deficit, if our energy in is less than our energy out, then that will mean um, fat loss over time. If we are taking in more energy than we are expending, then that will mean fat gain over time. And if we are consuming equal amounts of energy um, in than what we are burning, then that would be maintenance. And maintenance is the definition of a successful diet. So with fad diets and restrictive diets and six-week plans and um, 12-week shreds, the goal is um, fat loss. But what do you do after that? So when you're following a restrictive fad diet that does not fit in with your lifestyle, that you can just about um, follow and adhere to, for those six weeks or however long it lasts but then you finish this diet and you go back to your old ways of eating and drinking and moving because you've not really learned what works for you for your lifestyle um, and what you're going to be able to maintain and it's why um, so many people end up yo-yo dieting so they'll be on and on a diet and off a diet because they've not, they're basically fitting their life around that diet and not um, the other way about. So if you build your diet or your and your exercise around about your lifestyle and make it work for you, you're more likely to lose body fat, to lose it in a healthy and sustainable way, but also to maintain it as well and enjoy the process along the way, which is something that is very overlooked, but so important as well. Okay, so we know that um, if we are consuming less energy than we are burning, then we're going to lose fat. But what do you need to prioritise for fat loss? So if you imagine there's a like a, a pyramid, okay, this is the fat loss hierarchy, okay, so at the bottom of that pyramid, you have energy balance or calories. Okay, so that is the, the, the most important um, part is calories. The only way to lose body fat is to create a calorie deficit and to stick to it consistently over time. Okay, there are thousands of diets out there 
um, and essentially all the, the 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 one thing they've all got in common is they create a calorie deficit. Okay, no matter how they're marketed, um, that is how they work. That's the science between them behind them. Sorry, um, but how you do this, it's very much going to depend on you, on your lifestyle, your preferences and your goal. What works for one person or a colleague or a family member um, is not going to work for you because you have different priorities, you have a different lifestyle, different preferences, likes and dislikes. Low carb or keto might work really well for somebody who doesn't really like carbs, but if you enjoy carbs, like most of us do, um, or you're even you have a performance goal um, alongside, or you want to lift weights as well, then carbs are going to be a very important uh, part of your diet. Uh, so you're going to find a keto or a low carb diet very restrictive. So we've got calories at the bottom of that fat loss hierarchy pyramid, and then above that, which is still important but maybe less so, is your your macronutrients. Okay, so your protein, carbs, and fat. And there's no magic macro split, and there's no magic um, equation here. Uh, you want to prioritise protein because if we go back to energy out, the thermic effect of feeding, protein takes slightly more calories to digest, uh, and also it's very satiating. Okay, so it's going to fill you up um, for longer. But uh, with my clients, I don't prescribe macro targets. Okay, I would give a calorie target if somebody wanted to track calories and a protein target as well. And then if you go to the very top of that pyramid, um, you have things like meal frequency, supplements, nutrient timing and sleep. Again, important, but if you are not, um, if you're not following, a, you're not creating a calorie deficit, you're not going to lose body fat regardless of what supplements you're taking for example. So that should be the main focus and then you can build from there. Um, but the most, the overarching um, important factor in the fat loss hierarchy is adherence. So are you able to stick to the calorie deficit or the energy deficit or the diet that you have picked? So what about food choices? So does it matter what you pick to eat? Um, to create a calorie deficit or a, a, an energy deficit and technically no if you as long as you're creating a calorie deficit you will lose body fat but I would argue that if you are picking wh- what you pick or what you choose to eat is going to have a big impact on how you and your adherence and how you can stick to that okay so you can you could lose weight could lose body fat and consume only pizza and you can gain body fat from only eating salads because it is down to energy balance but neither scenario would be healthy okay the healthiest diet is going to contain a variety of food sources that satisfies your health but also your cravings as well okay so if you enjoy chocolate or wine then include a little bit of that in your plan Okay. It's going to come down to um, portion sizes and the frequency of um, how you're eating. But there's no reason to cut foods out and I uh, would never advise cutting foods out your diet out your diet unless you were allergic or you had intolerances to certain foods. Okay. 
and this is something that I'm probably going to go into more detail in a different podcast, um, but it's about your language around food. So I won't go into any like any detail um, on this podcast, but it is very important um, to think about the language you're using around food, um, whether it's good, bad, treat, cheat, um, and challenge that. Because alongside fat loss and dieting, you do want to create a, a positive relationship with food or maintain a positive relationship with food. And by labelling food good and bad, um, it basically can lead to you feeling guilt or shame after eating a quote-unquote bad food. And it can lead to overeating, pushing the effort button, the starting again... Monday mentality Uh, but like I say I feel like this is a huge topic that should get discussed in more detail in another podcast. Right we tangent there so um, where was I? So oh food choices for fat loss okay so like I say um, you want to be consuming a variety of food um, that is going to satisfy both your health and your cravings okay and if we think about energy dense versus nutrient dense food so energy dense food is food that's high in energy okay so um these typically tend to be high in fat and sugar and they contain more calories per serving okay so it's very easy to overeat them so an example of this could be ice cream so ice cream is high in sugar and fat in relation to the serving size uh, and it's easy to overeat as well because uh, uh, and it's very palatable so it's very tasty and you could eat uh, a big amount of ice cream and not feel that full but the calories would be very high in it. Nutrient dense food on the other hand um, it tends to be the opposite so it contains relatively low calories per serving and it's usually high in things like fibre, vitamins and minerals and an example of this is spinach okay so you want to include a a bigger percentage of nutrient dense foods to energy dense foods and then that will allow you to satisfy um, both your hunger and your tastes uh, whilst eating in a calorie deficit to help you reach your, your fat loss goals. A lot of people have probably heard about the 80-20 rule, but it is basically 80% of your diet would consist of these nutrient-dense foods, okay? Um, And then 20% uh, would be from energy-dense foods. So if you are focusing the the majority of your diet on nutrient-dense, lower-calorie foods, uh, then you are going to get a bigger volume of food, Um, So you'll be able to fill your plate more, you'll feel more satiated after each meal, your hunger hunger levels um, will be less impacted and therefore you will be able to adhere to or to stick to the diet easier. But you've also got 20% so you have a little little wiggle room to play with um, to include a little bit of um, the things that you enjoy to eat more, so the more energy dense foods. Okay, so not cutting anything out, not restricting anything. You're just a little bit more mindful about the frequency of these foods and the portion size as well. 
Okay, so hopefully that made sense. And hopefully you have a better understanding of energy balance and what you need to focus on for fat loss. So a brief summary. Basically, creating a calorie deficit is dependent on one thing and that is adherence. So how likely you are at sticking to your diet consistently over time. Okay, so if you try to eat in a way that you don't enjoy or include foods that you dislike, you're not going to stick to this long term. Okay, so you want to focus on taste. Okay, so dieting doesn't have to be boring. So you can create tasty and filling low calorie dishes or take your favourite dish and just substitute um, some ingredients for some lower calorie equivalents. Okay, um, satiety. So how full and satisfied you are after the meal, um, that is going to help with adherence as well. And I spoke about it before, protein. So research has shown that it is the most satiating macronutrient uh, and it also has some really, really great health benefits. Um, it's essential for um, healthy skin and nails, for immune function, for growth and repair. Okay, And fibre. So foods that are high in fibre, they're going to help you keep you, keep you fuller for longer. Because um, basically fibre helps slow down digestion. And when it comes to energy out, um, focusing on how much you're moving throughout the day. Okay, so if you have a desk job and you drive to and from work, you have a pretty sedentary lifestyle and fat loss can be more difficult. But if you put some things in place to help, maybe you could walk to work if it's within walking distance um, or you could go for a walk at lunchtime, set yourself little timers to get up and walk about, walk about when you're on phone calls, get a standing desk. There are always ways about, um, but doing it in a, a sustainable way. Um, but focusing on your movement throughout the day. So take an honest look at how much you're moving. And when it comes to workouts, do something that you that you enjoy. Now, I'm a huge advocate for strength training, um, especially for females. Um, but ultimately, if you're just starting on your journey, pick a, pick a form of exercise that you actually like and you enjoy and you are going to be motivated to do. And if you are just starting on your journey, start small. Start one workout a week and do this until you can do that consistently and then add another. And if you've never tried weight training or strength training, then please give it a go. There's nothing more empowering than lifting weights. And if you're thinking that cardio, um, or you've heard that cardio is better uh, for fat loss than strength training, then not strictly true. So cardio is great for cardiovascular health. It's something that you should probably be including. But if you want to look toned, um, the only way to do this is to build muscle. So if you want to change your body composition, so you want to lose body fat and build muscle to look toned, then the only way to do this is by, um, by strength training. So that could be body weight, it could be um, lifting weights, it could be resistance bands, 
but the only way to build muscle is to challenge that muscle and create a calorie deficit through your nutrition um, for fat loss. So there we have it, the fundamentals of fat loss, what you need to prioritise and where you should focus, at least initially, um, to lose body fat. So any question guys, please get in touch. Um, I will leave details in the show notes and I hope you all have an amazing day, night, um, whenever you're listening to this and I will see you on the next episode.